Merchantside Park. We could fight our battles to the end and surely leave our mark. We're the tigers of the VFL and we're singing harmony. We're the tigers bold in black and gold. We're the boys from Hi and welcome to the Big W Podcast. My name's Kevin Hillier. Another great edition for you coming up. Uh, we'll let you know what's going on and off the field at the Werribee Football Club in the next uh, 20 minutes or so uh, through our CEO, Mark Penaluna, and through our Vice-Captain, Nick Coglin. They're my two guests on this edition of the podcast, so looking forward to chatting to those two fine gentlemen in just a couple of minutes. But a reminder about our podcast partners, and we thank them very much for their great support. The CB Motor Group, our major sponsor, of course, and the Balan family who are behind the CB Motor Group have been great supporters, terrific supporters and steadfast supporters of our football club uh, for over 20 years now. So we thank them so much for their support. Make sure you go up and check it out. The old Balan Holden uh, uh, stamping ground is exactly where you'll find the CB Motor Group. And if you're after a caravan, a boat or a motor vehicle, that's the place to go. Pacific Werribee, the one-stop shopping venue uh, in the western suburbs and in particular in the city of Wyndham. Uh, they're great supporters too, been our partners uh, with our community projects over many years now, so we thank them for their great support. Avalon Airport. Now, if you're looking for a holiday destination, you've picked it out, you want to fly out of Avalon, you made a smart decision because the parking there is fantastic. The convenience of getting in and out is sensational. It is a terrific airport and uh, the service there is second to none. Avalon Airport, of course, and we play at Avalon Airport Oval, so they're our naming right sponsors. And finally to KFC. I don't have to tell you a lot about KFC, do I? I think we all know the delights of that. Uh, I'll shut up. You can have chicken. You can have Mark Penaluna and Nick Coglin and enjoy the Big W podcast. On the Big W Podcast, joined now by the CEO of the Werribee Football Club, Mark Penaluna. Hello, Mark. How are you going? Good, Kev. How are you going, my friend? I'm well, thank you. Now, uh, good news around the club, the, the re-signing of uh, Mickey Barlow. Tell us about uh, the process for this and uh, and uh, what uh, what that means to the club. Well, look, it's uh, wonderful to have a, a great servant as Mick has been for the club since 2008 to come back and in between time, obviously, still remain on board with the club, connecting, being a player sponsor, so... Mick's obviously been invested with the club for uh, for 14 years, whether he's been here in person playing or not. And then obviously to come back and and uh, have the restricted year last year at COVID where we unfortunately only able to play nine games and then come back and we're after 14 games to, to reappoint him is a, is a wonderful um, news for us. And clearly Mick seems to be very, very excited about it as well, which is, um, which is terrific. To reach that point, uh, Kevin, we... Obviously, went through an internal review, um, discussed it um, at the Werribee Football Club's most recent board meeting a couple of weeks ago, and it was absolutely categoric that um, the willingness to want to continue with Mick, who, in essence, is still, you know, he's only 23 games into his hopefully long-term football coaching journey at our club. Um, like anything, me and my age, and maybe even you, Kev, we're still learning these things, <laughs> and... Um, Things evolve, habits change from people, individuals, young men are a lot more mature than certainly when I grew up. And um, I know Mick, and he's really looking forward to um, developing his, um, his personal skills, uh, which is already at a very high level. But um, we're very much uh, looking forward to, as I said, uh, Mick being a long-term coach of the club. 
a big week in the Barlow household with the, uh, the the birth of the first child as well. Yes. Uh, so, uh, as I made the announcement last night, I tried to uh, put a quick snapshot in a week of uh, Michael Barlow and um, <laughs> all the things that he would normally do here and coach and train and a little bit of media commitments and in between times. Yes, uh, Riley, his much better half, was able to um, bring into the world Lonnie Jennifer and Jennifer being um, the um, mixed mother's name who unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago, wonderful yep. lady um, Jenny. And, um, yeah, it's a delight. And uh, as I said to Michael yesterday, and obviously I'm going live with this now, but uh, luckily uh, young Lonnie doesn't have Michael's... Um, <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. I'm sure Mick will appreciate uh, that as well. Uh, and now, obviously, on the back of that, uh, the, I mean, that, that means he's got the, uh, the support of the, the board, the players, uh, you know, the club, the supporters, everyone, and the club's in a pretty good position uh, on the field at the moment, uh, you know, sitting in that eighth spot, but um, in a good position. No, no, we're, 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 we're very happy. If you said the start of the year, we in position, it's in our hands and we make finals. In a 21 team competition, and you look at the teams above us, you know, you have four Northern State clubs um, above us that, um, so theoretically, in the old style VFL, we've been sitting um, fourth in the ladder. Yeah. yeah. So uh, to compound that, we've been you know, obviously COVID, interstate travel, um, players only playing for nine games in two and a half years. Um, it's a wonderful achievement by um, Michael, uh, Mick. Uh, Michaela, Scott Graham, and uh, the rest of their football department team to um to bring these guys back and 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 it's to the players' credit as we said during the COVID period, Kev, they're, they're stuck together and uh, their willingness to um to play at this level of footy when clearly after taking such a heavily um, reduced um, player payment due to the salary cap reduction to want to play at this level and invest. Um, is an absolute credit to um to everybody involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't agree more. Uh, off the field, Mark. Uh, let's talk about uh, where the club sits at the moment. I mean, everyone, every industry I talk to is talking about problems with getting staff and and finding people to be able to work. Uh, we've had had some of those uh, issues, uh, but we've got some new staff members uh, around the place. Yeah, okay. So you know, fortunately, um, uh, we, well, we we appointed Brooke Lachlan as our community manager. Brooke made a uh, wonderful contribution, albeit in, in a short period of time. She's now the Sydney Swans Academy Manager, so absolutely she goes of our blessing. And um, Mar stepped up into that role at the moment to to be as our acting community manager. But it's wonderful that people leave here and uh, and move on to um to bigger and better things. Yep. Uh, in relation to our venue manager, we were so lucky to have Genevieve Lamb here during the COVID period. She did a Absolutely incredible job in um, holding that that place together. You know, always a smile on her face, Genevieve. Nothing was ever a problem. But certainly, Kev, as you alluded to, that finding a replacement to Jennifer and is, was, was quite tricky. Um, certainly, um, it's not what I thought it might have been initially, as far as going out there pre-COVID and, and finding um, an adequate replacement. But we're fortunately that um, Michael Gates started with us a few weeks ago. Uh, he's been having a role as um, events and functions manager at the uh, at in Hawthorne. But he's taken the taken the role and he's going a thousand miles an hour and um, uh, he's doing a great job. Yep, and, and it is a, a difficult marketplace to uh, to work in at the moment. But obviously, Chernside's by the river with all the protocols that are around. They're doing really well with birthdays and 
anniversary celebrations and all sorts of uh, events being held there and all sorts of people uh, taking advantage of what a great space it is. Yeah, no, absolutely, mate. I think people are incredibly surprised when they walk in here from um, the aesthetic of it, um, the, the audio visual, all those sorts of things. It's, um, and you've obviously got your own 50-odd car spots dedicated here as well. And you're not nearby residents, so... Um, they, uh, they very much enjoy having the experience just about seeing the people here and people wanting to come out again and having those super parties. Yep. Um, I think they are starting to come back, albeit slowly, but um, as I say, Kev, not my strong suit, but patience is a virtue. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of that, um, people going out again and uh, getting involved in the community again, uh, our social venue, the Tigers Clubhouse, um, how are things shaping up there? I know there's you know, all sorts of works going on and... Well, there's just some, certainly some work very much in the pipeline. There's just some continuing to work with the landlord to um, for that to come to fruition. We are planning for works to commence over the next six or eight weeks. And that's um, to do some back-of-house works and staff at dedicated areas, storage, some works to our, our, um, our kitchen, um, but mainly to centre and, and develop and expand a um, what we call a, another entertainment venue, some would call it a beer garden, but um, uh-huh. just another type of function room and, and separate eatery type thing, and a different dynamic to what we've got there at the moment. And hopefully, it's uh, something quite different to what uh, a lot of other areas in Wyndham can experience at the moment. We've got an, an online auction coming up shortly, Mark. Yeah, Kev. It's, uh, we're looking for that to start. Zach, as always, uh, has lead the charge with that. Um, so we're looking to launch that around August tenth and to conclude on August 21st, which is the day, um, which is actually our last home and away game, also our past players, officials, members, and volunteers appreciation day. So that'll be the last game against the Bull Ants, and yeah, the auction will finish the night um, after. Yep, so people can uh, just jump so on the website and get all the details of that. And and even better, if people want to donate certain auction items, experiences, etc., through to us, more than happy to accept those as well, Kev. Yep. You mentioned uh, the volunteers and the uh, and the members' day. I w- wanted to take a moment to talk about Ash Maloney and, and his passing because he was a very important uh, person and a very well known person around around the club. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I did speak to the players and uh, I think it's a little emotional towards the end about talking about Ash and um, what he meant to the club. And he, he, I started in um, September two thousand three, and Ash joined us um, in April two thousand four, and. I've I have I said I've got this guy for you. I reckon he'd be you know wonderful guy as an asset to the club. And when I spoke to Ash, he um, he I said, look mate, what if you can help us out for three months to the past players and a 40th year reunion um, function, which you might recall at the Tigers Clubhouse, where we announced our inaugural club legends. Yep. I said, mate, that'd be great if you can help us for three months. Unfortunately, Ash, it was 17 years and three months later that um, <laughs> he was still here. Um, Certainly, with an incredible sense of humour, but uh, equally uh, a, a wonderful uh, work ethic and ability to um, do basically anything. Um, obviously, uh, all the stuff that people are now that we know for, as far as covers and match day operations and barbecues, and then more recently doing the property department with him and Jimmy, and it was a dynamic duo, Dougie, um, Jimmy, and Ash, but um, well. The three of them, and um, yeah, he's going to be an incredible loss, and it's, uh, he'll be very, very much missed. 
Now, we've got a couple of home games uh, to finish uh, the season off. Uh, so, message to the, the supporters and fans. We're, we're, as we said, we're sitting eighth at the moment, but we want to make sure we stay in that uh, in that finals projection. So, we want as much support as we can for the Bulldogs game and the Bullands game. My okay. And, um, yeah, so we, uh, we play uh, the Bulldogs here on Saturday week, the 30th of July, 2 o'clock start. Yeah, get down here and make some noise because I, I dare say some people around the local area are very much Bulldog supporters, but I'm also asking those for that are all Werribee supporters that uh, make sure you support Werribee on that particular day. You can support the Bulldogs later on the day when they head up the road to um, Skidinia Park. But um, please get down here and support the guys. As I said, they've been through a lot the last two years and hopefully everyone can uh, get behind them and, uh, and get us over the line. Mark, as always, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Kev. Thanks for all your help, mate. Joining me on the Big W Podcast now, Nick Coglin, the Vice Captain of the Footy Club. Hello, Nick. How are you going? Yeah, good, Kev. Good. How are you going? I'm good. I'm good. How'd you pull up after the weekend's game? You got a bit of time to rest the body up. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the body's not too bad. It's surviving at the moment. Um, getting late in the season, so... Got the buy this weekend, so any time to rest is, is bloody good. <laughs> is it all about uh, that sort of maintenance and uh, and making sure that you know that uh, that you you look after yourself at this time of the year because the little niggles do start to catch up a bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, the majority of it. But like last night, so we still had a we had a six seven k training session last night, and oh, okay. a lot of match sim, and um, it is about maintaining now. You're not you're not definitely not making uh, massive gains in the gym, but. Um, the strength and conditioning staff have put a pretty good program for us and all the guys, and there's not a hell of a lot of injuries at the moment, touch wood, and, um, yeah, so it's all going pretty well. I'm assuming that's probably surprising given how much football you've played in the last uh, sort of two and a bit years. There's not been a lot of footy, so to actually get into the, the cut and thrust of bodies banging again, I would have thought the injury time might have been a hell of a lot more than it is. So it's a testament to, to you, Blakes, I guess, and also obviously to the, uh, the strength and conditioning staff as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, pre-season was, was obviously pretty big. I've been locked indoors for two years. and um, But that's the thing. It's sort of, you sort of, you've also had two years of rest, so you haven't put, been putting your body through the strains of playing footy. So yeah. you can sort of look at it on either side as you haven't actually put your body through the ringer. But yeah, sitting, sitting inside for that long. But um, it's been out for a while and we've obviously played a couple of tough games and then you just get the footy knocks and bruises. But apart from that, it's back to, back to business, really. Nick, that uh, that couple of years, the last couple of years where we've had, you know, a season cancelled and nine games in another season, did it? Did it? Uh, did you have a rethink about where footy sat in your head and in your life and and uh, in your passion? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. But the one thing that footy clubs are so good for is bringing people together, and and that was the thing that we missed so much over that time. Um, so footy never really wavered for me because I just wanted to be with my mates. And I've always said that's, that's the reason you play footy. And I'll play footy for two reasons, and that's to win a flag and play with my mates and hang, hang around with them all the time. So um, footy never really wavered, but the, whether, whether we'd ever be able to play again was, was <laughs> something that played in my mind. Yeah, no, there were moments there when we thought it might be. Hey, how many, how many flags have you played in and premierships and stuff have you played in over your, your footy? Career? No, I've actually I've, I've played in one reserves grand final for Albury, and we won it by 180 points. Oh, so, <laughs> and, and I think I played four games for them for the year. So it was in my 18th year, and I was playing for the Murray Bush Rangers, and um, 
yeah, came the season finished there, and so we came back to play local and played reserves and won a flag. But it, it hasn't didn't quite probably mean what uh, a flag at a club that you played the entire season would yeah. mean. But mind you, if I if I go to my grave without winning another one, I'm certainly going to claim that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. At least you got one in the cupboard to, to be able to hang yeah. your head on. Um, the the feeling around the group this year. I mean, you're sitting eighth on the ladder at the moment and uh, knocked over some uh, some really big uh, scalps, taken some big scalps in the last few weeks. How's the has the feeling among the group heading into the the business part of the year? It's still pretty positive. So um, the comp's so close at the moment. So if we'd, for example, if we'd won on the weekend, we'd be sitting fourth on the ladder. Yeah. But you lose, and all of a sudden you go down to eighth, and you start to question it. But at the same time, we could win next week, and all of a sudden we go up to fifth, and we win win three of the next four, and we're guaranteed to play finals pretty much. But if we win four of the next four, we're in top four, and so there's still a hell of a lot to play for, and um, we know we're good enough. And it's just whether we can put it together, and I'm sure we will, because it's what we've done all year, and we, we know we can go and runs and beat really good opposition. So I can't say that's changing uh, anytime soon. It's the first uh, year of the, of the first proper year of the uh, the expanded uh, VFL competition. How have you found that with the, the travelling? I know we've had some issues with you know planes being cancelled and all that sort of stuff, but how have you found it generally? Um, well, well, I actually missed out on the, the Gold Coast trip, so I missed the first six games for physical injury. Um, but I only did the GWS one at the moment, and oh, it was—it's always different to get away, and you've got to take time off work, and you sort of go, "What's the point of this?" And then it always makes it a bit easier when we win. So the game against the Giants flew up the night before. Uh, flight was delayed four times, and <laughs> we get up there late Saturday, uh, Saturday night, play early Sunday morning, and. But we put on a show and we win, so it makes it all worth it. Um, I know speaking to the guys after the Gold Coast game after that heartbreaking loss, that it, it was a bit more rough because any time you lose, it makes anything a bit more tough. But yeah, um, yeah the, the travel's all right, and we only have to do it three times. We've only got to go to Brisbane later on in the year. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting. It's another curveball, and um, but that's the thing. We still got to go out and play footy on the weekend, and. That, that's the main point of it. Your fiftieth game milestone. How did uh, how, how did you feel about that? Yeah, oh, it was finally good to get fifty at Werribee. Um, so because I've actually, I think I'm up to eighty overall. Which yep. I've got to keep reminding people because I've been around for a long time now. And yeah. So, um, but it was it was good because I just my my goal is to be a life member of the footy club, and so that means I've got to get to hundred games. And yep. so I'm at 50 at the moment, halfway there, and um, yeah, it was it was good to get the win for it, and yeah, for me it sort of it means a lot because I've been at the club for a long time, but I also just want to get to the hundred. That's the main goal at the moment. Nick, you mentioned the Murray Bush Range. Just uh, just for people who don't know, take us through your, your your footy journey, where you started playing junior footy, and and where that's taken you over the years. Uh, yeah, so I started. Um, Grew up in Albury, so played Murray Bush Rangers, Tack Cup for the 16s, 17s, 18s, and then uh, wasn't drafted in my 18th year, which was fair enough. I was injured for most of the time, and so I moved to Melbourne and came to uni and lived by myself, and it was the best thing I've ever done is moved out of home, and you sort of got to stand on your own two feet and um, grew up a lot, which was really good, and played for Footscray VFL, um, and that was yeah, and it was the best thing I've ever done, really, because I got to go to uni and had had no real commitments 
outside of footy and uni. And so I got to hang around all these AFL players and play with them on the weekend as an 18 year old kid. It was pretty cool. And <laughs> I was able to play some pretty good footy and then, yeah, got picked up by St Kilda. Um, at the end of that year, which was which was awesome, and sort of spent two years there, and just couldn't really put it together. It wasn't. Um, you've got to have a sort of different mentality to play AFL football, and I just don't have that mentality, and so I just didn't wasn't good enough really. Um, and then yeah, so had a couple of injuries as well, which never helps, and got delisted at the end of twenty seventeen, I think it was. Yeah. And came to the bees literally two weeks after that because I had a couple of mates down there. And, yeah, haven't left. That's been it so far. Yeah, and obviously uh, many more games to come, and hopefully a, a successful finals uh, campaign uh, coming up for uh, for twenty twenty two. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'd love to buddy, have a flag on there. There's just the amount of people at the club that are that have been like Penn has been there nineteen years or something, and there's there's guys that have been around for so long and. That's all you want. All you want is a flag. That's it. Yeah. Outside of work, Nick, uh, you're working for one of our uh, terrific uh, sponsors of the club in CSCG. When when did that happen? I think you've been there a year now. Yeah, yeah. So I just ticked over my year milestone there. So uh, I got to the stage with uni. I um, had a couple more subjects to go at uni, and so I thought, oh, it's about time I sort of think about getting a job, and I'm uh, qualified as an accountant. So I messaged Penner and said, hey, any contacts that you might know? And he got me in contact with Ori and within three days had an interview and had a job offer. So it was all happened pretty quick and, um, yeah, it's been awesome. So the work's just across the road. Um, they're really obviously open to the footy side of things because they've been long-time supporters of the footy club and, uh, yeah, yeah, really enjoying my time there. Good stuff. Well, mate, uh, well done. Congratulations on the 50th game. On your way to 100, that's what we like to hear. And uh, uh, let's hope a successful end to the season uh, for yourself and, and for the footy club. Thanks so much for your time. Awesome, Kev. Thanks very much, mate. Well, thanks to Mark Penaluna and to Nick Coglin, And let's wish uh, Nick the best for the final few games of the season. Let's get behind the boys too and get to the final couple of home games against the Bulldogs and the Northern Bull Ants, which will be free admission for everyone to come down. If you're not a member, but you just want to... Uh, you've you sort of happened across this podcast and you want to come and have a look at the boys play, come down against the Northern Bull Ants. It'll be free admission and we've got lots going on that day too. A terrific Members Appreciation Day and we're going to salute our volunteers and also uh, look after our junior members as well. So a big day coming up for that one. The Bulldogs is the first cab off the rank though, so come down and cheer on the boys with that one. My thanks to KFC, to Avalon Airport, to the CB Motor Group and to Pacific Werribee, our great podcast partners. Uh, get along and support the boys. Check out all the latest news on our social Social media platforms and also on our website. Until the next time we talk on the Big W podcast, go the Werribee Tigers, the Big W. With the Tigers bold in black and gold with a 